It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up, Aditi? Google what to make for dinner, frankly. What? <laughs> Aditi, Aditi, are you I a vegetarian? She sent some ideas my way. Yeah. Hey, Sorry, apps G, for that, that, Aditi. There's apps for that. She is a vegetarian. So you, so you are a vegetarian, right, Aditi? I am a vegetarian. I don't yes. know why you just gave me the vegetarian vibe. Um, <laughs> did you did you kind of work your way into that, or did you kind of? It was a lifestyle from get go. From the start. So my parents are J. I am Jane. J A I N. Look it up. It's um, a religion based out of India. That's mm-hmm. really not about strict religious tenets, but more about a way of living. And one of the central ideas or premises is that we all come from Mother Earth. And so we don't necessarily need to kill animals to get everything that we need for our sustenance. My parents don't eat meat. They didn't feed me meat. They didn't cook meat in the house. When I became a certain age, they said, you were free to do whatever you would like to do. We're not going to cook that food for you, but you make your own decisions. And I just read The Jungle by Upton Sinclair, which is about slaughterhouses. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I'm good. Anybody I'm that really reads good. that book is done with eating meat forever. Because <laughs> it's been recommended, because I'm a big meat lover, it's been recommended to me by two or three people, and, but they all gave me that caveat. They said, listen, if you read it, you'll never consume meat again. Yes. And again, so, look, like it is my nature. I believe what I believe. I'm not going to force my beliefs on anybody else. You do what's right for you. You're a but wise I will say person. This, it's a very, very healthy way of living. There are so many misconceptions about whether you get enough protein or not. I get my yeah. protein. Like, you know, I'm good. I'm healthy. Here I am. And um, I just prefer it. Do, do but, your children course, and your husband? Uh, get, are, I think every person who is responsible in their household for cooking every single day for oh. a family, and especially when a person has a spouse who works at home and who is always eating a lunch at home too, at oh, some point man. just get sick of cooking. And I long for those days when I was single. Did you guys ever have that day where you're just like, you know what, I just want to eat cereal for dinner today, sure, and that's all right. you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, I do yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So like, yeah. you can't do that when you have Yesterday. kids and you have a spouse. <laughs> I can't tell you. Three times last week, I was like, can we just eat cereal? Like, can we just do that? It uh, is a burden, anyway. man. I used to it, make the Stouffer's lasagna all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of the pop-in quick meals. Yeah. I like those. I, I do watch, you really? Do you yeah, eat microwave meals? I do, I, I, every day for lunch, after this show, I do a workout. I go upstairs. I microwave a Stouffer's. Yeah. Yeah. Lasagna's great. Yeah. Um, most of them are like kind of lean cuisine-ish. They're, they're low in right. calories, but... They're quick, they're easy, and they're surprisingly good. Like, they don't look good going into the yeah, microwave. It's, come a long it's, way. it's a frozen block. But, man, some elves jump into that microwave, and they make them taste okay. Yeah, they do. So I When watch. I was in my 20s in San Antonio, I remember the Stouffer's mac and cheese was my oh, yeah, favorite. That's yeah. Top I yeah. loved that mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, but now I try to cook and then nuke what I've cooked, at least, or cook enough portions, and then it just feels yeah. like... Little being known a fact, little do you know, it's Stouffer's that's up there on, on yeah. uh, in Cleveland here. Little known fact, they make the mac and cheese for, uh, what's the, Panera. 
for Panera. Really? Oh, wow. They oh, do, and that. they sell it in stores. And I have to tell you, I've been to Panera. I've, I like their macaroni and cheese. I liked it so much that uh, a friend of mine's <coughs> husband works at Stouffer's, got all these free samples, and he gave a bunch of these Stouffer microwave mac and cheese, and he goes, if you like Panera, you'll love this. It's exactly what they serve. Wow. And lo and behold, Wait, man, I heated that same? thing up. They don't change the recipe Nothing. at all for Panera. I thought Panera used like a white sauce, like a white cheese, and the Stouffer's is a yellow yeah, cheese. Yellow, yeah. It's, it's, I, what he told me was this is the exact same uh, macaroni and cheese that Panera serves. Wow. I ate it, and I, I couldn't taste the difference. And the real judge of this is my granddaughter because it's her favorite meal. Yeah. Uh, and Hayes gobbled it up. Wow. She loved it, and she's very <laughs> particular with her mac and cheese. You know what's so funny is that when my son was really little, he loved when I made mac and cheese with like the pureed butternut squash, like you make it from scratch and like put the butternut and it's like so rich and creamy. And my daughter, for whatever reason, loves that like fake processed. Oh, the craft? Yeah. Oh, the powdered cheese. That's all I can get my kids to eat. What is that powdered cheese? She has a less Uh, discerning palate. That's all you can say. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, she's I, the kid that was born in Cleveland, so maybe that's <laughs> that's great. Well, I watched the, the I watched the documentaries of Didi on Netflix about being a vegan, and I was fascinated by it. And I went vegan for Ugh. 14 hours, mm. and it was the worst 14 <laughs> hours of my life. By, I said, "Give me a steak." By the way, that's but like, I tried. I tried. Jason, that's like every time I try to say I'm gonna go dry. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna have a dry month. All right, I got a dry day in. Awesome. By, the, by the way, <laughs> by the way, Monday. But you're not. Not vegan. You're just vegetarian. Right. Right. Okay. I, vegan. There's not. You know what? I couldn't give up dairy. Oh. It's just because I love cheese so much. I love Greek yogurt. Um, don't eat as much ice cream as I used to. But still, like, I really love dairy. And I just like. I th- again, I think you do what works for you. Yeah. And life is meant to be enjoyed. And no, if I can't do all these other things that I used to do, like eat cereal for dinner, <laughs> I may as well at least get my cheese, you know? It, 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 was it a deal breaker when you met your husband? Did you say, now listen, this is the lifestyle I lead. You can leave whatever you want. Like, does he eat meat or is he, yes. has he adapted to it? Will you no. cook? Will you cook meat? I will. Wow. That's love right there. That it, don't tell my, yeah, don't tell my mom and dad, though. Okay. I mean, I guess my don't tell my mom. Hey, that's love, that was, though, right there, Aditi. That's I mean, love. some of it. Like, I'm not I'm not peeling the fat off of a chicken, you know? Like, if that needs <laughs> yeah, to that be is prepped, someone else has to do that. But you know what's funny about this is that, actually, I think the fit, my husband's favorite meal that I cook, and I'm very much like an Indian cook, which means, like, a little of this, a little of that, taste it, okay. Like, I couldn't tell you it's exactly... Exactly a teaspoon of cumin and exactly a teaspoon and a half of oregano. I just yeah. like do it by whatever flavor. Um, my husband's favorite meal that I make is taco beef, which I have never tasted. Obviously, I have no idea. I just kind of like you? throw it in there. Yeah, wow. and that's trust that the spices are right. That taco. And beef if it's not screw right. it, you're not eating it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not your problem. I mean, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Hey, Aditi, we picked our. Pregnant, um... I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand the smell. Of beef, and there's still some things like when my husband cooks sausage. Not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, fish sometimes. There's not fish. much about I know, your. I know this isn't why you it, had me on the it, it, the Cleveland. I, I, I no, this is the best part. I think Didi has complained about her husband on our show like five weeks in a row. <laughs> does that give you insight into where I am? Yeah, it does. Like, Believe it or not, it does. 
It's just like not working for me. It also I think it would have been a better place if he had gone to France a month ago when he was supposed to for the week. Yeah. That whole like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Because <laughs> then he had to go get COVID. Like of all weeks to get COVID, you had to get it the week you were finally going to leave. Exactly. What you screwed up your alone time. What a selfish jerk. That is very selfish. I just noticed she's a dude. She's like us. Yeah. We do family dance party when it's just the kids and I. We, I mean, and I could feed them cereal. They wouldn't say anything about it. Man, oh man. One more thing before we go back to to whatever it is we're talking about. Sports. Um, Phillips, I want to call him Jacoby Phillips, but it's Jacob Phillips, right? Why yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob, yeah. Okay, so Jacob Phillips became mostly a vegetarian a year ago. And he said that he tries to, and it was the kind of Jarvis Landry's influence, and he was really trying to think about what he puts in his body and how healthy he could be. And when we talked to him about it, he said he was about like 95%. He said some days when he went home from the facility, he just was so tired and he was looking for fast food. And he was saying there's not a lot of great fast food places near the facility that are vegetarian, which I need to take him to Aladdin's one day. Have you guys eaten at Aladdin's? Yes. Yeah, very it. good. So is your yeah. point of this story that it doesn't make you any better of a football player to be vegetarian? Um, so uh, no. Hey, was it Prince Fielder was a veg? There's a lot of great athletes. Arian Foster. Yeah, Prince was a Fielder went vegetarian, then his career was over. Oh come on! Adam. He had to retire at 31. Oh please. <laughs> By the way, very quick story. Very very quick story. I got invited to a wedding with my. I think my wife and I had not even gotten married yet, so this is like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, whatever. We got invited to a wedding in Pennsylvania. We flew to Pennsylvania. We went up into the, the middle of nowhere. and so It wasn't Pennsylvania. It was Massachusetts. Middle of nowhere in Massachusetts. <laughs> the only reason I went to this freaking wedding is because I was told this wedding was a Chinese buffet. Whoa! <laughs> what could be better than a Chinese buffet wedding? That's the greatest wedding of all time. What I was not told is that it was a vegan Chinese buffet. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> It was one plate. Oh my god! It was one plate of greasy vegetables after the other. It was horrible. If you're gonna do vegan, which is bad enough, why would you pick Chinese food? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> vegan has come a long way, I will say. In the Not last vegan Chinese. 10, 15 years. Although that was a while. Vegan ago. foods come a long way. I would like to go vegan. I would like to. I love steak too much. Mm. I can't. Yeah, do it. I, I, I've thought about it too, and there's just no way I could give up steak. I give up steak for maybe two days. That's mm. it. Yeah. All right. Um, Okay, you like, got to look at our AFC North this, team. Though. I don't like the. F- what, oh, I'm sorry. What was that? I said you got to look at our AFC North team and see if you agree with it. Oh yeah. Okay, go ahead, please. A lot Throw of thought up. went into this, Aditi. A lot of at thought. Least we did like at this, least 37 seconds. At least 37 seconds of thought. This is our consensus pick. We'll go. We'll go backfield receivers and offensive line. Aditi, do you agree are, are, with? Are we wrong on any of these? Our backfield here. But is P Ryan really a fullback? P Ryan's he, not a fullback. No, he's we, not. But we. No. He was like our utility running back because he's a real good, you know, blitz pickup guy and utility guy that does a little of everything. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team 
every day. You Wait a minute. Patrick Ricard. Someone has a real fullback, though. Patrick Who has a real fullback? We don't want a real fullback on our team. Oh. My, Mikey insisted on like P. Ryan being on the team. So you would take P. Ryan. Oh, you don't want a real fullback. Okay. Yeah. And Samaji P. Ryan's my favorite hybrid. irrelevant player in the NFL. So He's I not irrelevant. I would almost argue if you're looking for kind of that random hybrid, like half black, halfback slash fullback slash tight end, like you just want that random Fire utility. Well, no, because Firemuth's a real tight end. I would say Connor Hayward. Because Connor Hayward is a big body, so he could definitely be a fullback. He could definitely bruise that way. You know that he's a really good pass catcher. He can play kind of that fullback, halfback, tight end, hybrid, whatever. I don't know that you're putting Pirine out in space. Like, yes, he's a good third down pass catcher. Go back to the Super Bowl. This, the Bengals had him on the field third and one and fourth and one four times instead of Joe Mixon. But I just don't know that he does. He gives you as much. If you're looking in that position for a true utility right. and not yeah, a true Yeah, we kind of stumbled into that. We weren't even going to name a fullback, but Mikey had put it on the list. None of us thought about a fullback. We just went running yeah. I mean, if you're a fullback, I'd go with Ricard, right? Yeah. Over like or over, you know, whatever. But if you're kind of trying to jam an athlete in, then maybe in that role, I'd argue. But whatever, this is like... What do you think about Najee over Mixon for the second running back? I mean, I'm good with that right now, I think. Mm. A year ago, I wouldn't have said the same. But right now... um, But it wasn't like Najee had a particularly good year either. No, but I, okay, so first of all, Najee was hurt at the start of the year. I shouldn't have been playing. And that line took a lot to get going. I think that there was a lot of that. I think that Najee can do more in space. I think Najee is deceivingly strong. Um, Najee had more yards behind the line of scrimmage than anybody as a rookie. And by all accounts should have had PTSD all of last year. I like what Najee gave you a year ago and what his trajectory is as well right now. Yeah, so you agree with everything then, except for the fullback. I will say that. All right, so we're all in agreement Mm -hmm. on quarterback one and two, running back one and two. Let's go to wide receivers and tight ends. Is that on the next page? And tight end two is David Njoku. We just didn't have a second. Wait, you're going back, but can I just get a window into why you rated Lamar higher than Deshaun? See, I was I, I, yeah. it was three to one. G did go with Deshaun. Uh, the rest of us took Lamar. Well, who would you you would Why? go with Deshaun? Better runner. Well, because I thought first of all, like Deshaun played so bad at the end of last year and hasn't played hasn't played at a high level in two years. I got to see it. Even though I don't think, uh, to be fair, I don't think Lamar played at a particularly high level this year either. However, I'm thinking of it from a team perspective. And I could I could run gadget plays with Lamar as my second quarterback. I'm thinking of it that way too. Oh, okay. All right. I see it. So you're not you're just kind of thinking more of like constructing the team and where the puzzle yes. pieces fit together as yes. opposed to just in a silo. Yeah, I think have a- I think this one is really hard. I it, we could say Lamar wasn't healthy and Deshaun has had a long layoff. But is Lamar not being healthy part of his ability? That whole line of your availability is your greatest ability. Uh, I just, does Lamar yes. need better receivers? Does Deshaun need more time in the offense? You could go either way. I right. just sort of was curious. Yeah, we yeah. struggled with that a little bit. Yeah, we did. It's, a fair, it's a fair discussion, yeah. no doubt. A year from now, that could look a lot different. Oh, 100%. A lot okay. different, yeah. All right, go ahead to page uh, so two. Wide Mikey. receivers and tight ends. 
Let's and take a look. Just a reminder, tight end two is David and Joe. David yeah, and Joe. I was in the minority, Aditi. I went with your guy, yeah. uh, Friar Muth, as the second yeah. tight end, but I got outvoted here. Yeah, no, sorry. I 100% would take Friar Muth as the second yeah. tight end. Like not, e- not even close for you. Yeah, no. Their Doesn't numbers are almost identical. Very good in the red zone. I don't think it was used enough. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger and I actually agree on that. Even Ben Roethlisberger said, Friermuth is your best player out on the team. Why are you using him more? It was an absolute travesty that Friermuth wasn't used more in the red zone. I mean, that's where he was money a year ago and you could really count on him. But these are a whole other complex conversation with who's calling the offense. Sure. We should really talk about who your coaching staff is, frankly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely take Friermuth over mm-hmm. Njoku. And then the wide receivers, Jamar Chase one, for sure. T Higgins two, that one is really hard to argue with as well. And then you said Amari and Deontay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yep. Now we, now we struggled over Deontay Johnson a little bit, and um, I I had Tyler Deontay Boyd. three actually and Amari four, but I didn't quibble about and that. And I said I said I might put Tyler Boyd in there instead of Deontay because if I'm making a team again, Tyler Boyd is a slot receiver. Deontay's not really. Yeah, but you know what? Deontay can play everywhere, and Deontay's True. a home run hitter. Deontay's the type of guy that if he gets the Wait, ball in his hands. Hitter. He could take it to the house. But he wasn't a home and run hitter this year. He had no, he had no well, touchdown. Because, again, the offense. The offense was horrible. <laughs> well, the offensive design was he horrible. He got caught from behind and tackled inside the five-yard line five times this year, four times this I just, year. I think that this season, if we're talking about you're putting together a team. So, ideally, yes. you're putting together an ideal coaching staff that best takes advantage of what players do. That's fair. And are not just caught in an offense where they run jet sweeps all the time that Steve Smith says is a very Saturday offense. I mean, you'd like to think that what is Deontay Johnson doing in an Andy Reid style offense as opposed to what he was in. If we're just talking about these players as the players that they are, then I take Deontay for sure. This is a real indictment of the Steelers offensive coordinator. But pick Pickens might be we said in two years a, a year lot of from now choices. A year from now, yeah. Pickens, is, Pickens on this is, list. is on that list. In terms yeah. of ability, yeah. yeah. Like he's closer to Jamar Chase in my mind. Yes. Just in terms of the things he can do, and that, he's trending way up. That catch he made against oh, the Browns. I still can't believe that. That, that, that might have been better than Odell Beckham Jr. catch. It was insane. Like that that was ridiculous. And in a big well, spot. and Pickens is, feels more reliable. He's not just making the circus catch for you. He's catching the ball. Right. But yes, again, he's young. It's hard. Jamar Chase had those five years with Joe Burrow in his rookie year. He was in a smart offense. He had a lot of other guys around him drawing attention as well. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd in a solid run game behind Joe Mixon that he could have that breakout first year. But I've talked to multiple general managers who a year ago said to me that they thought George Pickens was the best wide receiver in last year's class. The issue, of course, were some questions about things not necessarily related to how he played on the field. And again, I think that everybody in the Steelers hamstrung a year ago or last year was hamstrung by the offense. Who they're bringing back. So that's good. Bring him back the OC. Good, for if you're good if you're a Browns fan. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're excited. The about offensive line, line was the hardest decision here, yeah. Aditi, and hopefully you, knowing the AFC North as well as you do, can give us a little insight. Maybe we should ask her for her. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we should ask her it's for all her Ravens and Browns. She sees ours. Yeah, it's Baltimore and Cleveland heavy. 
Do we lose the Didi? Yeah, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm just reading, and I'm sitting here mentally going through my head. Is there anybody on the Bengals that I would swap I, in? I would Is say there anybody. I think I think maybe Alex Kappa had a better year than Wyatt Teller, or or maybe you put Alex Kappa at one of the tackle spots because I think he could play any position. I don't think Teller had a very good year. I just don't know if there's but a lot of great options. Kevin yeah. Zeitler of the Ravens, also another Raven. Uh, I, that one's really hard to disagree with, too. Yeah. And again, I think this is you're looking to the coming year sure. as opposed to saying this is what the past year gave us. Right, right. Yeah, well, we're okay, trying to project for next year. complain about my husband all the time? The tea kettle is going. I'm I heard it. I did hear that. Yeah. Like, if you're running a tea kettle, stand next to it and turn it off. <laughs> I'm getting some can, can, real issue vibes from you right now. Can we get him on the show? And, I, bring, and, I, and I'll assure you, he does not watch the show because no. she's talking right now like she's talking to her mother. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get no, him on the I show. No, I can't talk to my mother. I can't talk to my mother about it because then my mother will say, see, I told you so. See, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does not watch this show. Yeah. We can confirm he oh is not watching God. this show. We need him on. We actually need to get him. Not with the That's a no. That's a no. That's you a know no. what happens? You know what gets me as trouble is like, I'll tweet something and a week and a half later, it'll be like, can you not put this picture of our daughter on Twitter? Or can you not do this? And the yeah. delay makes me know that it's one of his friends that shared this. It, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't mess around with social media, I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, maybe he, I don't know. I, I stopped following him years ago. to keep your marriage oh going. Oh my god. I stopped this following. is great. Did you block him yet? No, that that's I next. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting you talk about blocking because I don't really I probably shouldn't admit this, but there are certain people that really 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 get off on just going after me. And right. it, it could be like one day you go after me for X and then the next day you go after me for Y, not realizing that the day before you were trying to get me to say Y, you know, like yeah, whatever know. it is. And, but I don't hit the block button because I don't want them to know. The that's satisfaction. Thank me you. Or I'm the exact. That's why I do the mute. So. I do the mute I button. Do I no longer do block because yeah. if they mute somebody, they don't know it. Exactly. You, you don't have to the, hear their nonsense. Like, well, yeah. I don't need you. Although, like, Twitter has changed in the last few months. I just don't read my timeline as much, which is sad because in the last five years, I've also had wonderful interactions on Twitter. Absolutely. And met some great, like, friends, made Twitter friends. So I'm sorry that I don't read my notifications anymore. It's just the whole situation has no, changed. I don't either. I'm not blocker frankly no. I know, like, a guy like Mike Silver loves hitting block, like, block, block, oh, block. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Aditi, get back, get back to the to the football for a minute. I'm I'm curious because yeah. t- today, like we wanted, especially G and I, we've been saying like Prefer sucks, got to get rid of him. But they fired Joe Woods right after the season, and now what? Two months later, almost month and a half later, they fire Prefer, and it looks like they're going to try to steal Ray Ventrone, the former Browns player from the Colts. Were you surprised when you heard they fired him? Today, I think I think I think there's a lot of there's 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 a way of respectfully doing something, and so I think that when you look in the instance of let's say Howard or Kiffin, 
and I'm surmising here, but we all know that there are situations where it's kind of like, you're free to go look for something. And perhaps Prefer was told, you know, we're not going to necessarily hold you. You're free to go and see if there's a better fit. And perhaps that better fit hasn't happened per Prefer. He hasn't found anything. And so while it's news publicly to everybody now that there is a separation, perhaps this was just kind of like the respectful, quiet way. He knew that there was a separation, but they were giving him time to go find something else. Yeah, that's something we had oh, yeah. thought of or discussed. That, sound, that sounds possible. entirely yeah. likely. What we had kind of surmised here is, once the Indianapolis coaching situation kind of resolved itself, um, that Ventrone was maybe perhaps told the same thing in Indianapolis, and now suddenly what the Browns consider to be an upgrade is suddenly available, and they acted on it. So I don't know which scenario is... is I think they're both plausible. They're both... That's there, my guess. Again, and it doesn't really matter because it's done at this point. Sure. And clearly, the more the headline, the more important piece to Browns fans, at least, should be that the Browns are working to indeed upgrade mm-hmm. and not just on the field. But as we have talked about a million times, the growth and development of players is just as important and putting those players in the right spot. The growth the development and putting the players in the right spot is just as important as getting the right players in there. We have one so, minute left before we have to let you go. I didn't, didn't mean to interrupt you, but we've got a minute. Um, let's pick a head coach for our team. Oh boy. Yeah. That's going to be really tough. Uh, yeah. John Harbaugh. Wow. Without What's hesitation. That? John Harbaugh. Harbaugh is well, it's very coach. easy. I mean, honestly, no offense to Stefanski, but I think you got at this point, you'd have to go, Harbaugh head coach, Zach Taylor offensive coordinator, and Mike Tomlin defensive coordinator, no? I, I don't know that I'd make Zach the offensive coordinator. I don't know that I'd make Kevin the offensive coordinator either. Okay. Um, or maybe I would make Kevin the offensive coordinator because he wouldn't necessarily – yeah, I would actually – yeah, John Harbaugh would be my head coach, Mike Tomlin would be my defensive coordinator, and uh, Kevin would be my offensive coordinator, wow. not Zach. Hell of a staff. All right. Hell of a staff. I mean, it would be, wouldn't it? And I, then who would be my who'd be my eye in the sky, my situational football, all knowing when me. to throw the challenge flag, when me. to me and bull. <laughs> Let's go with Bill Cowher. Right. By the way, I believe I could walk into an NFL front office today and be better than half the GMs in the league. Unfortunately. Okay. Well, it's important that you have that confidence to know that. And that's I do. Why that's what a mother would tell her child. Because, <laughs> well, good for you. Because you can be Aditi, anything you want to be. Because Aditi, not because I ne- necessarily know more than these idiots. <laughs> because, first of all, I'm smarter than most football people. Naturally smart. Number two, <laughs> it just comes I easy. would listen, actually listen. I would not let my ego, which is big when it comes to radio, <laughs> But I would listen to people that know. I would hire smart people. I would listen to those people to advise me. What if you thought they were idiots? No, I wouldn't hire them. No, but gee, this is, you know what? Adam's making a great point, and it's really interesting because I'm actually taught, in this like long, three-day-long conversation with a buddy of mine who is in a front office considering changing teams and considering various jobs. And obviously, I have a totally different viewpoint. But I'm giving him my input, 
And oh. he's valuing it because you want that 360 degree view. And I think sometimes to Adam's point, when you're in football, you're used to being in that bubble. You're used to kind of following that same train of thought, that same idea that for your ex receiver, you need traits A, B, and C. But sometimes when you come at it from a different POV, from a different set of experiences, right. from a different, you know, like I would sit here and argue and go ahead, G, you can, you know, rub your head and can't believe my arrogance, but I would argue that I understand the ecosystem of a locker room better than a lot of scouts. Now, I may not understand the hitch in somebody's throw and how impactful it is and whether it will translate on the next level or be a detriment or not, but I can talk about the way that a locker room functions, the way personalities work together, I think better than a scout who sits in a room and watches film all the time and then goes out to a pro day. It's just a different... Um, it's a different expertise. It's a different lane. And so when Adam says he'd be willing to listen to all of these different viewpoints, to take all of these different experts from different lanes, I think he would incorporate more information than That's perhaps it. a traditional I, general I tell you manager though, does. Aditi, my only concern about Bull is going to be his confidence. I. You got to be confident to be a general manager. I don't want this wishy-washy. <laughs> I don't know where I am, where I stand. Kind of thinking. I want a definitive not person. Happen. Yeah. And his confidence needs some help. It does. I need a boost. I need so as long as he runs through the geometry proof and he runs through the <laughs> here's my logic, I right. think that then there's no reason not to feel good about it. Well, I don't know that I'm running through it, but I'll walk through it. Thank uh, you. Just a quick note before we say goodbye. Uh, there are those in our chat room that are saying, "quote." I want a wife like Aditi. You're very <laughs> popular among our viewers. Chat's going crazy. Well, I do do laundry, and I do cook, and I do do family dance party with the kids. So, so what does your <laughs> husband do? I mean, you, you know, what, what's he doing? You're cooking, you're, you're cleaning, you're working, out. you're doing I mean, all this. question I ask on a daily basis. He's well, making tea. That's what he's doing. I'll tell you what he does. Is he puts the teapot on. Yeah, that's now, true. The next step is getting them to take it off. Aditi, you can shut Baby off the teapot step. now that you're done with us. You can go shut off the teapot. Aditi, you're the <laughs> we'll best. See you later. You are the best. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Aditi. Hey, while Aditi was speaking, I saw this come across. Yeah the internet and whenever we talk about the internet it's brought to us by PCC <laughs> sure. Airfoils looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio all locations of PCC Airfoils in East Lake Manor Wycliffe Minerva hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up plus full benefit packages paid time off works. and a signing bonus you can apply <laughs> online at precast.com slash careers to learn more and today PCC is bringing us some breaking news because Zach Meisel of The Athletic just tweeted this which leads us to our next topic Terry Francona gave his annual team speech. He was so nervous, he was drenched in sweat. He declined dinner with the coaches last night so he could make edits. He made pasta but not, did not fully cook and broke what? his tooth on pasta. He arrived at camp at 3.30 and spilled coffee all over the speech. <laughs> Guaranteed World Series title here for the Guardians if we have chipped tooth Tito with a coffee-drenched speech. How could he We're off to a great start. How could he chip his tooth on cooked the pasta enough? We have, listen, but that's not hard tweet. enough to cook and, a tooth. If you guys are worried it? that Did this is just uh, not Zach Mazza, the other one I sent you before. No, uh, who was the uh, – God, I can't believe I can't think of his name. The tall guy, the social influencer. The I'll just read. Hold on. This is uh, yeah. Sir Yacht's a tall influencer. Sir Yacht. I don't but know Paul Hoynesy tweeted out, Curious minds want to know how Tito broke his tooth eating pasta. He said the pasta was not fully cooked all the way through. It was frozen at the bottom. I didn't think oh, I broke it. But then I started chewing and said – 
shoot, this tastes awful. Hoinsy. <laughs> by um, the way, Sir Hoin- Yacht chipped his tooth on Taco Bell. He put I saw it this morning, yes. Yeah. By the way, Paul Hoinsy, uh, one of the twoest members of, o- of the Ohio media that has the most uh, – He his laugh. Have you ever heard Hoinsy laugh? Oh, of course. It's it makes boisterous. you laugh. Him and then Tim May, who covers the Buckeyes. Tim May has a crazy laugh, guys. too. Tim May is Good so guy. country. Yeah, yeah. He is so country, yeah. but I love him. By man. the way, yesterday, our, shout out to our man Earl, who did a show filling my old time slot I on the fan. I couldn't listen to that. I tried. I, I, I actually forgot, and then I went back and listened to the first uh, hour and a you half. Have to of the sign show. up for like an Odyssey account you or can, something? Yeah, you got it, which is really know. annoying. Odyssey, I'm done giving my email address away. I know. Odyssey, I like 10,000 emails. Odyssey's an obnoxious <laughs> company, but. Um, Let me listen to it. But hey, I um, went back and listened to Earl, and I talked. I was giving Earl my critique. How did he do? Good. I thought he did very well. I thought good, he did very well. Good. I gave I'm, him the, the positive points, negative points, but all the negative points were things that myself and many others have done in their career. It's just about building up the reps. But the reason I bring it up now, beyond saying good for Earl for getting that good opportunity, and he did a great job, but also one of the things I talked about that I thought he was really good at, one of his major strengths, is his pacing. He had great pacing. Unlike Mike, when doing the PCC read, who had terrible pace. He went, he blew that through was, it. That was that breaking was, news read, though. I yeah. had to get the information. <laughs> it was out of a sense of urgency, because he had told me five minutes earlier, I have breaking news. I have yeah. breaking news. Did you guys not want to know that Tito chipped his tooth on a piece of pasta? News. That's breaking tooth news. This That's is, not breaking news. This is, Clever. This is Clever. actually breaking news. You can actually listen to G. Bush on the Odyssey app. Stop playing around with me. <laughs> I got I to get my email address, and then hey, I get all these emails. It's ridiculous. I rewind, I'm done with that. Rewind the barber shop 24 hours and by the way you can catch me on odyssey locked on browns podcast make sure y'all do that man i don't know what these dudes i got 10 jobs we got to keep feeding these people yeah well do you know who doesn't have a job right now who jc kipnis because he officially retired from baseball i think he wants to get into broadcast yeah at one point he did i don't know he he retired a couple years ago he just didn't know this is official Yeah. yeah yeah i mean yeah he, uh, well, he didn't play last year. He did not, no. Um, he and, play, and he played in... He played one year with the Cubs. And after, was okay, but didn't play much. He didn't play much. Have you officially retired from baseball? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, he's like, like I, hey. that's what I got to... Like, it's like Jason Kittness is you, done. Jay's like, nope. It's a funny story. We were Spring playing in the Florida true. tournament last year, um, and it was the eighth <laughs> inning of, like, the se- semifinal round, and I was, like, 111 pitches, and our, our manager came up to me and said... I think I think you've given us all you can. I want to save you if we need a couple innings in the championship game. And I go, I'm not coming out. Like, I, 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 you know, I've got another 20, and I can still give you three or four in the in the finals. And he goes, he leaned down and he goes, Jay. I looked. There's no scouts up in this game. It's okay. This is. Are you allowed to have played and play in your league if you play so, in the majors? No, there's there's one tournament that I can't play in every year in Arizona, which yeah. is so stupid. I, I would I do I did I play professional baseball? I yeah. did. Um, I donated the money to charity. I didn't take one penny of it. Um, but I have a pro baseball reference you know, page, and yeah. so they look at that. And I got caught. Me and one of my teammates, who was oh, actually really? drafted and played as high as Double A, on a team from Connecticut, we we w- had won the game to advance to the championship <laughs> game. And oh, so you not never forget to play this team was from Milwaukee. Yeah. These idiots <laughs> said. These two, these two guys played professionally. Yeah. They did. And they Googled our names, and there that came up our right pages. There. And we were getting ready for the championship game, which was yeah. going to be the next day. And the commissioner of the tournament <laughs> came and said, Who did you out? Uh, Jay Crawford, which one are you? And, I, and, and, and what's the other one? Boom. You guys have 
pro experience. I'm like, well, yeah, I, okay, nine or ten innings, whatever I pitched. Now the other guy had a lot more, and they're like, you guys are done. You forfeit. That seems silly. It I was stupid. I could have said if guys played in the majors. Yeah, that's different. Well, but. in the tournament in Florida, Roger yeah. Clemens plays. There's a lot of oh, former really? major league. Oh yeah, there's a lot of former major leaguers that play. Well, maybe Jason Kipp this next and year. Listen, Jason, if you're looking for a team, yeah. maybe maybe you are. Does it haunt you that your career record in the pros is 0-1? No, and I'll tell you why. The the um I ended my career. I think I've, I've told the story with uh, a start. It's the shortest no hitter in baseball history. But I was pulled after two no-hit innings in my last start. So, I mean, I left on top, kind of, right? <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't care what and, nobody says. And the team did go on to win. So, even though I wasn't the pitcher of record, hey. I can say I pitched a no-hitter and we won in my last minor league start. I've been telling people, man, I had a cup of coffee. I had a muffin or whatever it is you call one inning, but I was in the league. Don't play with me. I was Darryl balling. Evans was the manager of the team, and he was really upset. That what, I team was, what team was it again? It was the Long Beach Armada. And when I came off the mound, he was shaking his head, and the pitching coach was shaking his head. They're like, damn you. And I'm like, what? And he said, I, I, we were kind of hoping that you would have given up some base hits because I got to pull you. I've got, I think I told this story. There was a guy who had been a major leaguer and been hurt, and he was supposed to start the next day, but the scouts got it wrong. Mm. And so all these scouts were there to see him pitch, and they were watching me. And... You know, I'm I'm like if I if I go perfect in the second, he can't pull me. <laughs> well, oh yes, he, he can. <laughs> Jay, don't answer this question. This is for the other three of you. Do you think Jay has every stat on his baseball reference page memorized? No, I don't. He actually, to be truthful, I was looking. At, I was looking to do something for Jay. I think he played for two teams. I did. Now the Long Beach Armada, they don't have. Uh, uh, a hat because I was looking for it. I have I have some hats. I, w- I was looking for it. Now the other team, it's, the other team has St. Like, Paul pa- Saints. Saints. Yeah, looks, they, yeah, yeah, they, they have that, but they, I couldn't find the other. St. Paul Saints are now affiliated. They are. They're the Twins AAA. I think, I think so. Yeah. They drew great. I mean, that was so much fun there. Yeah. Long Beach was like maybe a couple thousand fans, um, but I, I, I know my ERA. I know yeah. that because it's like two point one or close. 2.25. 2.25. But you give up two runs in eight innings? Uh, he had eight innings pitched. Yeah, I think I did. Should we run through the stats? Yeah. Sure. And then we'll get into Kip. No, the one that bothers me are the walks because in St. Paul on my first appearance, the pitching coach had me intentionally walk four guys. No, oh, I think I pitched it, it only like says four. one. It only says one. No, I well, you know what? He came out to the mound when I was I was up 0-2. And the pitcher called for a slider, and I shook him. I, want, I wanted a changeup. And the manager got so upset that he came back, and he called the catcher out, and he goes, walk this guy. What? And I'm like, I got him one, too. And he goes, he leads the league in home runs. You're, you're gonna, he's going to lose one on you. Who gives a so, shit? So that one technically wasn't an intentional walk, but he said, if you throw another strike, you're out of the game. <laughs> what? So I did walk him on curveballs out of the zone, way out of the zone, hoping he would chase. Well, this guy was about 6'3", 250. He looked like Cecil Fielder. I'm like, this guy, this guy. <laughs> and and in, in the uh, before the game, the pitching coach was going over their hitters. He's like, this is the guy you don't pitch to. But I said, screw it. I'm not going to walk anybody. I'm here for a yeah. minute. Yeah. And when I got him down 0-2, he swung and missed it. Two sliders. I'm like, okay. Now, I knew he was sitting on a slider for the third one. That's why I shook to a change. But it upset the manager so much that it wasn't the pitching coach. The manager came out and told me, 
if you throw another strike to him, you're out of the game, Jay. Don't screw around with this guy. So I walk. That is so bizarre. Yeah, I know. I know. We got, we'll do your numbers tomorrow because we need to get a clip long enough for Jason Kipnis before we yeah. do top five. Yeah, so okay. we have seven minutes to talk Jason Kipnis. I was not aware of his importance to the Cleveland sports scene as a non-Clevelander the last decade. Yeah. So what do you guys remember most about Jason Kipnis? Uh, I actually think of the foul ball he hit that would have won, the World, won the World Series. Uh, even though when you look at the replay, it, it's not really close. But no. at the, in the moment, off was the, bat, off the bat, everybody yeah. said, that's it. Yes. Yep. And Jason Kipnis was just a popular teammate, yeah. a fun guy, a nice guy. He was always good in interviews. And he was a good player. You know, it's almost like we only care. Like some people are like, oh, who cares? He was just a guy. But like. He was a nice player. Nobody never going to the Hall of Fame. No. He's never getting a vote for the Hall of Fame. I don't Fame. even know if he made an All-Star team. He may have oh, made he did. One. He did two. 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 He okay. made two yeah. All-Stars. Okay. He was a good hitter. He In could, his prime, I thought he was an excellent second He was baseman. a really good hitter. Couldn't play the field. He, Not a great he's, he's a guy, he's a guy that, that looks like he can he can make a nice living in this town, right? He'll, you know, he, he's good with people. He's yeah. good I don't in the know media. that he'll come back here, though. He's a yeah. Chicago guy. No, he, yeah, I don't know where he's living. He went back days. to the Cubs. He had business in Ranks in, among second baseman in Cleveland franchise history. First and Homer second. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Hey. They had Carlos Bayerga and Robbie Alomar, yeah. who, my goodness, those guys were, you know, Robbie Alomar Hall of Fame. That's all right. And Carlos Bayerga had some years here, too. He got a little power. Bayerga stolen had a bunch bases. of 200 hit years. I remember him hitting some big home runs for the for the Indians, No too. doubt. No um, doubt. And I thought he was a great clubhouse guy. Jay, you probably can speak to that a little better. I just, I always found him to be great in interviews, like Bull said. But guys liked him. He was very And he was funny. He was a yeah. fun guy to be around. Yeah, and you could have an actual conversation with him. Like, you could you could talk about things. Yeah. And, and he was I, – I really enjoyed – he was on his way out as I was sort of moving into this role of leaving the NBA and dealing with all the teams in town. And he and I had a great conversation in Arizona his last year where he's like, this might be it for me. Like, I may not get another contract. He thought he was going to be forced out of the league even then. Yeah. And he was able to hold on for another year. Or so. You can't be showing pictures of him on the Cubs. Hey, <laughs> I just well, realized that hey, we have to have a discussion. That, with well, the, that, uh, that's where it ended for him. And, hey, and obviously, that's very the poor. Cubs are part of his legacy for a lot of sure. reasons. Number one, you mentioned that foul ball. Yeah. I, my heart stopped, for sure. Um, it's a team he grew up rooting for. He grew up in Chicago. He grew up a Cubs fan. He yeah. ended his career there. And also, if you were to point to like any controversy that he had here, and he wasn't that kind of guy. He wasn't a controversial guy. But he wrote a letter after the World Series chiding the fans that sold their tickets to Cubs fans. Mm-hmm. Because when I walked into the building that night, and I actually, oddly enough, walked in with a group of Cubs fans that were also guys that worked at ESPN. But one of them had said, it's home field advantage for us tonight. All we lack is the Wrigley charm. And I go, you're out of your tree. And as you're looking around, he was absolutely right. I, as my memory, now I could have been wrong, but there, to me, there were more Cubs fans than Indians fans. At best, it was 50-50. At best, 50-50. Yeah. I just remember after the final out, all of the Cubs fans came down to the low bowl yep. to celebrate, yep. and it was damn near full. Yeah. And got, Indians fans just couldn't get out fast yeah. enough. I, I imagine. And he uh, took a lot of heat for that. A lot of people were like, hey, Jay, and your million-dollar yeah. salary. Yeah. Um, those tickets are going to pay for my season tickets next year. Yeah. But that I still think Jason Kipnis was right. You buy these tickets in hopes that you get to go to a Game 7 to watch your team win the World Series. And the series in the game was so close, 
Yeah. I think the home crowd could have been a difference I, if it was I a think, true home crowd. But the problem is, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of the Cubs fans that had tickets for that game bought them from ticket brokers and people like that that don't care about but, those things. But, but to, to buy them, we had to sell them. Yeah, a lot well, of, no, a lot but of ticket people. brokers should buy buy season tickets. No, but like no, no, no. In that no. instance, a lot of people I think were selling their tickets oh. because of the prices that they were going for. They were getting. I, I get $10, what you guys are saying. A ticket. In the end, yeah, I I'm can't, sorry. I'm have to lose. I can't. Yeah, a lot blame. of fans I, made it, that choice. It, it's tough. You want your home field to be your home field. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. I'm not going to tell people I, to do with their money. Did you? Yeah, did I mean, anybody think that? Kipnis was wrong for writing that letter to the fans. A lot of fans were hot about it. I, I understood why fans would be mad at that, but I didn't like. I don't think I criticized. Was Kipnis he right? Time. I don't was remember. his premise right that you guys really should have held on to these tickets? You may never have that opportunity in your lifetime again. Some people may not may think they'll never get the opportunity to hold twenty thousand dollars in their hand ever. Yeah. They're like, you know how long I got to work for twenty thousand? Man, I make like, or but I'm these not. Are people though that must have some disposable if you can buy, income. If you can buy, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we're not talking about lower income folks, and we're also talking about the upper echelon, the core of your most yeah. ardent fans. Fan base. Plus, the people, the tickets that were really ten thousand dollars are field seats. Sure. To have season ticket field seats. You're not hurting. You're not hurting for money. That extra ten thousand. So yeah, the more I think about it, it well, maybe okay. I'm well, still not gonna tell people what to do with their money. But you if, bought if, that say ticket. For, you say do for what instance, you want what if it. they had? What if they had tickets for the whole series? Like the people probably don't you get tickets for the whole series? Yeah, you, I mean you can. You, you you have the right to buy tickets. So why playoff. sell Game Seven? I game mean it's the most seven. expensive. Uh, yeah. Like, come on. I, well, but like, what's the point of being a season ticket holder if you're not gonna go to Game Seven of the World Series? It's I don't game I, 52 against the White Sox. Yeah. I don't I don't like, think if it was a Super Bowl. I don't think it's hard pressed to find anybody would have sell Browns tickets. No. I don't think nobody will. Which is Browns another tickets. reason why some people would have but not like it was for the World Series. Yeah, Browns. That fans. was a perfect yeah. storm of events. Chicago is so close. It's a quick yeah. drive. There's a and lot they were more thirstier than we were. Their yeah. drought was actually longer than our drought. Yeah, but I think it's all to, to fans who are alive. It's all relative. So, they so were, that, it was equally as long. more more yes. income to, to spend in Chicago. Absolutely. Like they just came right. here and like the Cubs, it was nothing throwing and the Cubs away. like the Browns, but even more so are a national team, right? So you know are, what, you know what killed that team. game for the Indians? It wasn't the home field advantage. The rain it, was delay. The, it was the rain delay. Rain delay killed it. If there's no rain delay, yeah, we're throwing a parade. Is, is that is, no is, is that the same as the Detroit Lions versus the Cleveland Browns? Like in the Super Bowl, would that be yeah. the same? No, Detroit don't have the, but the Lions aren't as popular as the Cubs. No, but just in terms of long droughts, like, the, the, those are the two sure, longest yes. routes in the NFL, and they were the two longest routes in Major League Baseball. Well, the Lions and Browns could both be good next year. Listen, <laughs> I, my dream while. Super Bowl would be that it's against the Lions. Yeah. Wow. It would be incredible. On, we'll play on so Toledo. many fronts. Play <laughs> Toledo. Toledo. The glass bowl. What do we got, Mikey? Final All right, so we got one last thing we got to do today, and this is something we've been cooking up for a while. If you don't know, for a buck ninety nine a month, you become a Starters tier member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for $4.99 a month, less than six, five bucks a month. You become a coaches tier member, which gets overtime content. And if you're not a member, you missed this doozy from yesterday. Play it, Steve. You know what a demi baguette is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a demi baguette, lightly toasted. For those that don't know, explain it. Okay, it's like a, it's like a sand, it's like a sub roll, <laughs> yeah. but smaller. Yeah. And it's re really the bread's really. It's not like you go to the Subway or whatever. It's all like soft, gross bread. It's like oh, it's like crunchy. You got yeah. me the outside is crunchy, and the inside There's of the bread is soft. There's something to it. 
it's substantial. Yeah. So <laughs> that's I, why I like it too. A substantial it is, sandwich. It is. I toast it. Yeah. But I like it toast because I like the mix of the cold cuts, the cold, cold cuts, and the warm bread. He yeah. got that. That's right. So oh, I get the right. Now, I don't use to, I don't go. use any dressings or nothing. Wait. I want the bread and the meat. That's all I want to taste. Pause. Oh my God! It's like uh, chewing on sand. No, no, it's amazing. Uh, ham, no mustard. No, ham. <laughs> You're out of your mind. What are you saying? Boar's Head Deluxe Ham. Boar's Head. By the way, shout out to Lake Road Market in Rocky River. One of the few places you can well, get Boar's, Boar's Head cold yeah. cuts. Boar's Head cold cuts are better than any other cold cuts. Boar's Head is top. There's I no get, question about it. I get the deluxe ham. They always slice it super thin for me. They know me. Everybody behind the counter there knows me. Super <laughs> Shout thin. Shout out to my butcher. They make a whole. They make homemade roast beef. It's got to be rare. If you eat roast beef that's not rare, you're a loser. <laughs> Kill me. In a hundred rare years. roast beef, <laughs> Boar's Head Deluxe Ham with a layer of American cheese. Man, do you got like Shout out your, to my your food connection? Your food connection is high. You like, oh, they know me. That is the first the, time in the history of <laughs> they know broadcasting. They yeah. said, Shout out to my butcher. Shout out to the supermarket. They they do it. He said, Razor thin. They all know me. It ain't chip chop. It's a difference. Like, it's, like I don't like chop, bro. I don't like sloppy. Cut cold cuts. Yeah. By the way, technically it's not the butcher. The butcher <laughs> handles the steak and the ground, you know, the ground meat. The meat it was cutter. funnier though. Let's Shout get, out to my yeah, yeah, yeah. butcher. Should go on a t-shirt. I thought, those, I thought the rest of the panel was being a little rude while I was giving my sandwich. <laughs> because he said they, you, you say, oh, they know me. They know exactly what I want when I pull you up. Know, it's, it's cut. But hold on, See, hold here's on. the we, problem. Boy, and, we got to go quick because we go got ahead, someone to finish go this. Go ahead. I will, I will say it. <laughs> no, you got to finish it. No, you got to finish it. No, what I was going to say is that, like, generally, I find people here are too passive. Okay? And That's the New Yorker in you. Yes. And nobody complains when their food's bad in a restaurant. Yeah. That's yeah. why there's two, like, really famous restaurants in Rocky River and Lakewood that are trash. And everybody loves them. I'm not going to say what they are because I don't right. want to ruin their business. I don't know that it would, but whatever. They're trash. And everybody's like, it's great. Because nobody sends food back. Whenever I send food back, people look at me like I'm crazy. It, I'm paying for good food. If it's crap, I'm not going to eat it. I send it back. I'm not going to be passive. Yeah, right? and you know what? I used to be the other way, but I'm with you yeah. on that now. You the older can, I get. Especially the... if I get a steak. If I ask for a steak medium oh. rare and it comes medium, F you, take it back, make me another. <laughs> Mike's going to come to the class. Right. No, Bull is right. So that was a great conversation. We were talking about our favorite sandwiches. Which yeah. Inspired today's top five, which are the best five types of sandwich. This can't be Slyman's corned beef. If you pick corned okay, beef, it's okay. just corned beef. It's right. the generic types of sandwiches. All right. And this is the kind of content you get in overtime, which is why you should be a member. We're uh, doing that today as our overtime topic. No, we're doing no, it right doing now. Right now, oh. which is why I said we needed some time. I didn't want yeah, to get on a, okay, a Okay, here we go. This. Okay. this is a three-person panel. I submitted my top five. Anthony submitted his. Earl submitted his. We gave each one a point ranking. And this is the production boost top five. Best types of sandwiches. Team effort, just like our AFC team North team. Yeah. Number five with four points, a chicken parm sub. Ooh, I love chicken parm sandwiches. I, I had very little hope for these three. These three, I don't know. Chicken parm sandwiches. Well, sandwich. is McNuggets. I mean, what, I, I don't know. When you think of chicken parmesan, you think of that as a as a, a entree. A, a entree oh, with some but, pasta over it. No. But it is a great sandwich. It is a good sandwich. Chicken parm on, a, a, on a nice Italian, Italian bread. Italian roll. It's got to be a nice roll. That's a good though. choice by you guys. You're yeah, off to a I good think start. so far, yeah. you're hitting a, a hundred, a thousand. I had number four higher. 
I think it's the king, the classic. I didn't have it won, but... We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Take it, Steve. The peanut butter jelly. Nah. nah oh, you, nah, you go listen, listen. Hey, man. Listen, you get you an Uncrustable? Bro, you get I had it number two on my list for the record. <laughs> yeah. I saw a video yesterday of an uh, Asian woman, and she was saying, I, oh, I've been here now, and I'm, i am got to try this peanut butter jelly sandwich. So I got all the ingredients. So she gets it's a squeezed peanut butter on the, on the bread. Mm-hmm. She puts it on there. And then she goes, and here's the jelly. I got this KY jelly. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, my God. She puts it on the sandwich. <laughs> she closes it up, and she oh takes it away. Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's not very cool. It's hilarious. By the way. Absolutely hilarious. By the way, Asian Did not see that coming. No, I didn't either. When, <laughs> no, I'm, watching it, I when I, I'm watching it, I'm like, I want to see what she thinks of the peanut butter and jelly. And she, hold, she holds the peanut butter uh-uh. up. It's Jif in the squeeze tube. Uh-huh. Then she holds the jelly up and she goes, I got this. I don't know what kind it it's is. It's got to be like fake. It's KY. It's got to be fake. I thought after I watched it, I go, but she takes a bite and she chews no, it. No, 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 no. And about no, no. five seconds in, I'm she's like, like, oh, no. no. Here, listen, I'm really careful. Give me both trash I am the Asian correspondent as well. You can speak on this. I was like, hey, what about peanut butter jelly and my wife was like what is that we don't eat like they don't peanut eat butter this jelly. woman said this I, woman said i don't know, know what pb and j peanut butter jelly is gross it would never make my top five but i understand a lot of people shout like out to you mcnuggets that hits different i hate peanut butter and okay jelly. number three it's a le- it's a kid sandwich a that's bacon egg and cheese breakfast sandwich that is my sweet spot yeah, i don't one. eat eggs so that's off my list that's my so sweet i spot. would need i would need bacon and sausage on there and the eggs have to be scrambled with cheese I don't do no runny eggs. Don't oh. have nothing dripping I, off. When my it's sandwich. running down the hand, it's That's the best disgusting. part. That's Love the best it. part. I don't want. No, but usually, it's going to be a scrambled egg when you uh, get I in mean, there. I mean, I don't want no no cell membrane on my arms. Yeah, I don't do that either, man. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's a fetus. I, I like Cell that membrane. It's an unfertilized it's, chicken. It's a back to being a man again. Thanks. Of this uh, and by the way, shout out Lawrence jelly. Goggins for the comment of the year. He says, Jay, that video you watched from the OnlyFans cookbook. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, here it is. I'm sending it to you. I, it's, it's on Instagram. I'm not putting it on. I'm no, listen, 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 listen. It, it's clean. It's clean. <laughs> listen, no, it's, clean. it's perfectly clean. Here's the thing. You can't on tag boards. You can't hear. No, anything, no, right? We'll, we'll find We're a way gonna to run out of time. Tomorrow. We got two minutes left for this. All right, come on. So we had a tie. Steve, don't take it yet. We had two sandwiches come with an, with ten points on our list. We split the tiebreaker on which one had more first place votes. So number two, the Philly cheesesteak. Oh, it's so an good. excellent choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that, that's got to yeah. be on there. I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's filthy. That's great. Philly was one of. The, actually, it was the only one that all three of us had on our list. It was the only all, right. all three. And number one, even after I told them you couldn't choose Slimans, they still chose the corned beef sandwich. And it's not corned beef. It's cheese. I don't, I'm not it's a fan of it. Corned corned beef. Beef. It's corned beef. It's corned beef. Not yeah. corned beef. But I'm not a fan of it. I don't, do you guys like corned beef? <laughs> yeah, I'll eat it. I love I, the I corned beef. I love but it. here's the problem. Here why, here's why corned beef can't be one. I, I agree with you, Bull. I did not think Because there's one, only but. a few places that make good corned beef. Yeah. Most places, corned beef sucks, or a lot of places don't have it. 
Where a lot of those other sandwiches, you there's a lot more places that I, you can I, get I, it. I'm surprised BLT wasn't on there. BLT yeah, blows. BLT, you know what? I, I love just a hot ham and cheese sandwich. Ham and cheese uh, works. Another good one. Uh, they're just missing simple. just a plain grilled cheese. Plain grilled, grilled cheese. Yeah. Grilled cheese was on my list. And I'll tell you something else you're missing. If you're going to put a chicken parm in there, how about a little meatball? So we, meatball honorable sub. mentions, if you guys want to hear the honorable mentions that did not have enough votes to yeah. make club, the list. Club sandwich. Uh, Earl put an Italian club. Club. Yeah. And a club chicken soup. cheese steak. Neither of those two made it. Okay. Anthony had a fried fish sandwich, oh. uh, and we oh. had a grilled cheese and a Cuban. Cubans, Cubans are good. good. Cubans, Cubans very good. good. Yeah, grilled cheese. Hey, I sent good. you Cubans that video. Good. I got you at least Cuban. call it up so we can see what this woman looks like. Yeah, it may take us a second to. Uh, and we're out of time. Yeah, we'll see you on overtime. Only Cuban I got is a necklace. We will. We will put this on tomorrow in some <laughs> fashion you, or form. We got to get the audio too. It's Dang. great. It's just. It's just. He's great. right. He's right. It's unbelievable. I will right, we'll see you guys from, from the only overtime next. <laughs> the only hey, fans you could cookbook. be onto something there. The only fans cookbook. <laughs> Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.